Also, have you ever used a long drop? Exactly. No, I've never. I've seen it. Exactly. Obviously, I haven't seen someone use it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah that would be. I awkward. have seen it, but yes. yeah. See, I have that experience where when I was with my grand, you'd go walk forever <laughs> to use the lid. And but it doesn't smell very nice. But that's nice. normal for you growing up, right? No. And that's what you kind of want. Oh, no, not at all. Because when I'm growing up in Durban North, I have a normal toilet. What do you mean? That's not mm. normal. I'm like, do the I? The audio you just heard was from a chat I had with actress turned global citizen activist Nandi Madida about her experiences growing up in KZN and her work for the development organization. This is Carl Zeman for the Chisapod. is filled with flavor. But you know that Or who secured the latest bag? Or just who's dripping with sauce? And who's adding the spice? Because if it's hot, then it's definitely in the Chisa pod. So what it means to me to be a global citizen is everything. Because authenticity is key. And that's what I love about global citizen. Because both you and me can make the change. We can all speak to our leaders, you know, and and put that pressure. And isn't that fantastic? Because, you know, other NGOs generally, you know, it's not tangible. You don't feel like you're part of that change. And I think that's such a shame. Whereas with Global Citizen, you have other Global Citizen activists really making that change by having actions. We had like over 200,000 actions, for example, that I brought through for the Nairobi Summit just for great you know, family planning, which is something very dear to my heart, of course. And um, knowing that you are an activist, you can create that change because you made the noise. So I just carried what everyone else was saying. All the global citizen actions came from everyone else around the world, all over the world. And I was just the voice, you know, and especially as someone who can relate to such issues, spoke about it passionately. How many times can you hear stories like that? So that's why global citizen is dear to my heart, yeah. What cause is most personal to you? What cause is most personal to me? There are quite a few, and that's another reason um, I enjoy Global Citizen, because we're not focusing on one cause. It really is to improve people's lives in general, so holistically. So nutrition, of course, is a big one. I'm a mother. Um, I go into Zambia. I was so disheartened to see kids with Koshioka. Um, also just from a cultural perspective to find out that a lot of mothers um, don't want to breastfeed because there's superstitions that if you're pregnant and you're breastfeeding that something bad will happen uh, to the baby. So things like that, just being able to ensure that people are educated and empowered. Uh, but also just um, in, in Zambia specifically, uh, farming mealies is more important than anything else. So what you find is that you're not having an array of different foods which also then affects good nutrition uh, and also then having kids that are malnourished. That trip was was just an out-of-body experience, and I'll tell you why, because I was with Siako Lisi, our Springbok captain, who won the World Cup, and he could relate to In fact, while we were flying, we were just talking about our stories, you know, um, and anyone who knows him will know he had a very, very hard upbringing, and what, what I didn't know is that he too was malnourished. Um, and he, he said jokingly that he had big hands and big feet because he was really small in primary school and everyone used to joke about it. But the truth was he didn't know he was malnourished, that he was actually supposed to be this big guy that you see now. And had it not 
been for him winning the scholarship and changing his life essentially because he was scouted for playing rugby really well. Uh, he would always be that small guy with big hands and big feet, and that killed me. You know what I'm saying? Where we wouldn't have a Springbok captain, um, or, or just a, a human being reaching their full potential because of food. So it's stories like that. So when we were there, it really was a life-changing experience. And of course, as a mother, I was heavily pregnant. And I know everyone was a bit concerned, like, why do you want to go? And I said, that's exactly why I want to go. Because I'm a heavily pregnant mom. And this is very dear to my heart. And I want to go to the clinics. And I need to understand why kids can't have the right nutrition. Um, and, and we had answers. And then, of course, I hosted the next day. Um, so as the MC and... You know, all protocol observed because you had many of our leaders there. And that was a bit of a tense situation, which it usually is because you're asking them to raise more money or at least contribute something more than they really are, if they are. And that's not easy. Um, so the fact that in Zambia's case, uh, the leaders have stood up somewhat instead of giving $1 to each person towards nutrition, they're now doing $8. And that's from what we did and what we reached out, reaching out to all those different leaders and them being convinced somewhat to contribute more is incredible. So at least we know that trip wasn't wasted. So I've always, in my little corner, um, made my changes, which were important, um, especially in rural KZ, Mapumulo being my village, um, because there are serious um, issues. Uh, KZ is the biggest province in the country. So if you can target a place like that, it's important to, to ensure that people are... What would you say are the biggest issues in KZN? Sure, uh, HIV AIDS, for example. Although it's a lot better now, especially with medication, ARVs, people are empowered. Um, social issues as well. We come from a somewhat patriarchy. Yeah, patriarchy is a big thing in KZN. So just, just in terms of females, again, feeling empowered about family planning and not feeling that maybe their husbands will leave them if they don't want to have a fifth, sixth, seventh kid, you know, um, just cultural things um, as well. Uh, racial tension. I grew up in Durban North. Uh, we, you know, this rainbow nation we speak of is not really practical and we need to make practical changes for people to feel empowered in such situations, whether it's corporate or not. When it comes to South Africa, we have a, uh, we have so many different issues, but I'm glad I grew up where I did, I'm glad, I'm glad that I got to always visit my uh, grandfather and grandmother in rural KZN and understand those issues as well as our issues in, for example, suburban uh, Durban, which I think has always personally been my age um, because I really now understand South Africa, you know. Uh, so many people are so disconnected uh, to that. Like, for example, have you ever used a long drop? No, we've never. I've seen it. Exactly. Obviously, I haven't seen someone use it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah that would be I awkward. have seen it, but yes. yeah. See, I have that experience where when I was with my grand, you'd go walk forever <laughs> to use the loop. And but it doesn't smell very nice. But that's nice. normal for you growing up, right? No. And that's what you kind of want. Oh, no, not at all. Because when I'm growing up in Durban North, I have a normal toilet. What that's, do you mean? That's not mm. normal. I'm like, do I have to walk? But in that community, it's it's almost this no, it's is a way of life. And yes. now they have toilets, and now they've been giving stuff. But what I'm trying to say is that that's always kind of been my edge with understanding our issues holistically. And I think so many people are disconnected and don't understand what really is happening in the country and what people really want. And that's why it was important for me to be a global citizen advocate because because of my background that I understood 
so many different issues, which aren't only African, by the way. They're not only black people. I've seen a array of issues all over. You know, you Caucasian. There's serious issues. There's patriarchy within those communities that people don't even know. Not every housewife is happy just to do with her nails, do her nails. Sometimes she also wants to do more. And you have a male who doesn't want to give her that position of power. How do you turn in that patriarchy? How do you then turn that like that mindset mm. into becoming a global citizen you bring awareness from your experience and that's why they've chosen if you've noticed the global citizen advocates none of us are the same i can't relate to anyone else and they can't relate to me either and that's the edge because everyone has a different story some people come from elokshini like you know from the hood the ghetto some people um had uh, whether they're orphaned or not, or like I was saying, a Sia Kulisi story. Um, I can't relate to that, but I, I understand it. Do you saying he may not be able to relate to me, but he understands it, and that that's a that's a good bonus, by the way. Talking about Sia, mm. he came out on the World Cup just before the World Cup mm. final, and he talks about his upbringing, and all of a sudden, mm. like it's a real experience. So you don't want to say sympathies for him, but mm. you do see a lot of coverage of that particular struggles that he had growing mm. up. What was your thoughts on that? Oh, I think it's important. Well, I already knew about his story, uh, knowing him personally, but I think it's really important because it just takes a Sia Kolisi to inspire a kid in Gugule to, to know that it's possible, that it can be done. Um, and, and let it be even louder. So every kid in a situation similar to that can know that it is possible because Sia Kolisi did something incredible. Not only was it a historic moment, but just incredible. His whole journey is one that so many can relate to. In fact, my husband and him, who are friends, Sia Kolisi, one of his favorite songs is Ghetto, which my husband made. He like listens to that song all the time because he can relate to it. He didn't, his mother passed on and he's from the ghetto and it wasn't easy, you know? Um, and, and like I'm saying, that's why it's so important for any public figure to speak of this story. So, so young people can feel inspired and know that they're not alone. Mm. And then finally, mm. what can, the individual do what can the, me at home what can the next person do yep. how can they become a better hey, on your phone right now as of oh someone's trying to come in <laughs> as of right now drinking what you can do right now is go into your phone go to the global citizen website there's plenty that we need to do right you ready i'll be watching you <laughs> Mandy, thank you very thank much thank you so much